Blog Talk Radio. Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures Saturday edition for this wonderful web series that I saw at, well, actually, I didn't see it at Dances with Films. I met the director, co-creator. I ended up seeing it through a screener and kicked myself this fact that I could have seen it on the big screen. Uh, but it was one of those things where you get to the festival and you have to adjust from traffic and, you know, use the bathroom and get plugged in. And uh, before I bring the guests on, I'll finish this. Uh, you have to get plugged in. You have to get used to where you're at. And I met the director, Sean, and uh, the other co-creator, Elizabeth, and they were like, hey, the movie's starting. I felt bad because uh, I had planned to meet Sean and we got stuck in LA traffic. So it was kind of serendipitous. Uh, but let's see, we have one of the callers. Who's with us? Hi, it's Ashley Sullivan. Hello, Ashley. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Can you hear me okay? Oh, I can hear you fine. Clear as day. It's like you're sitting in the room with me. Great. Uh, okay. So- Awesome. So thank you for calling today. We appreciate the time. Uh, Ashley Ashley is uh, uh, one of the cast members. As I was saying, Dushaholics comes to iTunes this Tuesday and then the following Tuesday to Amazon Prime. Uh, Ashley, I wanted to let you know uh, there's no censorship. I mean, we're not like a be Richard Pryor, <laughs> just be Richard Pryor, but feel free to say whatever. Um, I, I personally love it when a guest swears because it's like a kid. It's kind of like, oh, cool. The guest feels comfortable. Um, so uh, Ashley is in episode two. And we're, what we're going to be doing here with uh, Douchaholics, we've never done this at the show uh, on Talking Pictures. And this is going to fall around episode 291 uh, is we're going to be running a series. And before I bring the next guest that just called in, uh, we're going to be doing a series of episodes uh, that I've worked out and we're still working out with the director, Sean McCarthy, co-creator Elizabeth Mitchell. We had them on. Uh, We had some of the other cast members on. So I assume the other caller, is that Anthony? Are you with us? Yeah, that's me, man. What's up? Excellent. Thank you for your time. Uh, So let's see. Douchaholics, again, you guys, this this show is really, and Anthony, if you didn't get my email, there's no censorship. Feel free to say what you need to say if you're explaining something, especially with your character. Um, the, uh, what an asshole, sorry. <laughs> uh, I just, like, that was so, um, my gosh, there was a day when I was in the gym all the time, and I would just look at guys like that and just be like, are you doing it for health? Are you doing it because your girlfriend gets on your ass? Or are you doing it to be a douchebag? So I thought that was hilarious when I saw this. So, uh, again, this is going to be a five-part series that will go- obviously continue after the uh, release because we're not going to do five episodes by Tuesday. Uh, so my first question, I guess, will be for uh, Anthony here because he's in episode one, and that's not a spoiler because... We want you to be enticed by these. You know, I, I did, when Sean was on, I didn't ask him how he wrote such idiots so well. I should have asked him that. Um, please, <laughs> Dushaholic's origins. Let's see where you want to take that 
uh, Anthony, fire away. Yeah, well, you know, Sean, uh, I've known Sean for years. I mean, we've probably known each other almost 10 years now. And uh, we've worked together on a lot of really cool projects. And uh, we have a really good creative uh, working relationship. But he calls me up and he's like, he's like, dude, I have this, uh, I have this perfect character for you. Like, this, I think you would be amazing at it. Like, I know he's just going to nail us. He's like this in-shape dude. He's like, you know, all, all the ladies secretly like him. He's totally full of himself. He's like a complete douchebag. And I was like, I was like, all right, well, he's in shape. The ladies like him. I'm thinking I could do that. But like, you know, full of himself and complete douchebag, I'm not sure, you know. And, and, uh, and Sean and Liz were like, you know, they, they reassured me that I could definitely do it. And uh, I think that, you know, they had a lot of um, – insight over the years into into my douchery that I probably didn't even realize I had so uh it, it wasn't so much of a stretch as what we figured out after we started shooting and uh I just let the douchebag fly that I was trying to cover up not so well I guess uh over the years <laughs> so okay so you learned that maybe there was more in the character than you uh thought which you know would I always I always think it's funny, like, when someone pulls off a pimp, it's like, wh- what were they drawing from, you know, like, smacking <laughs> girls and making them, and taking money from them? Like, how did you tap into that? Um, okay, well, so... I actually grew, grew up with those kids, too. Like, those kinds of, like, the, the, those kinds of characters. Like, I'm from Jersey, and, you know, I had a lot of friends that were like that. I was always trying to, like, overcompensate and, like, you know, do, like, the surf style thing, because, like, I, I, you know, I have that look, you know, Italian from Jersey, and the East Coast uh, accent and all that. So I was, like, always trying to, like, compensate for it. But, I, I mean, I knew people like that. We hung out at, you know, where the Jersey Shore is shot. Like, that's where we would go in the summer. So, oh, you know, I had, okay. I had a lot of insight into that. Yeah, so some of it was, was inspired by the, the people that were closest to me growing up, too. You know, this makes a lot of sense because uh, uh, I I have the, – the I've been to 30 states and, and – I went to New York twice and I thought the only place in the world and that Jersey area, my grandma was born in New Jersey, uh, where you'll find the nicest people on the planet or the biggest a-hole ever, where it's just like (laughs) Manhattan and this area and New Jersey is not the center of the planet. Yeah, you have models. Yeah, the Rolling Stones have apartments here, but you aren't as cool as Mick Jagger. So anyways, before I digress into that. (laughs) Uh, Ashley, uh, your character, um, G-Cup, uh, has, I'm interested as a woman, what drew you in? Cause this does kind of exploit, I think the things that right now women are trying to move away from. Obviously this was done before the hurricane and we won't get into the hurricane that's hit our business, but, um, what made you Ashley, not necessarily the artist, or if you had an attachment to Sean, what made you, Ashley, say, I want to do this? I want to be a douchey chick. I mean, I can't help but sort of tie it into Sean. In a way, I actually blame Sean. Like, I <laughs> I somehow gave him, handed over my power to Sean and, and trusted him. But um, he also flattered me by saying he was inspired after the time we spent together on another project, um, he was inspired to write this character. And, of course, part of me is extremely insulted 
because I assure you I'm nothing <laughs> like D-Cup, at least. Um, yeah, at least I try to cover that side up as well as I can. I guess I, I just like Anthony, I guess I didn't do a good job because Sean, Sean saw right through that. But, um, you know, what I really loved um, after reading, you know, some of the first drafts of the script, this is a character where the actor has, like, has got to let go of all vanity. And for me, that was something that was becoming less and less uncomfortable, but it was still uncomfortable. And I think it was another opportunity for me to just go for it and have no shame. And, um, you know, it, it terrified me, but it was, it was incredibly rewarding. And um, I think just being able to tap into that side of me is what drew me into that character, you know, and, and I hope that in a way I was able to show some sort of sympathetic side to her, you know, or someone that you can see underneath all her weird crap. There's a decent person inside there. Um, so, yeah, the, you yeah. know, we we talked about it on air a little bit with Sean and Elizabeth mentioned that obviously Dushaholic, uh it doesn't spoil it that it's a holic, so it's like kind of a meeting for douchebags. And so definitely, what I appreciated the most that you guys did was. Uh, in no way were you making fun of AA meetings or NA meetings or uh, the people who have real problems and diseases and go through those things. Um, like, you know, I I had an aunt that was very much like uh, Jennifer's character and she actually died from medication. And so that episode was a real, like, I found myself laughing, but then I kind of saw the other side. So um Right. Now, this was a obviously a hugely uh, collaborative effort because uh, offhand, I can't remember, um, you know, uh, I don't, I don't want to give a spoiler, but let's just say you're not in all six episodes. Uh, so coll- collaboration, Sean, um, I just want to say real quickly, uh, the way I met Sean was I went and saw him moderate a Jason Reitman event at CineQuest. And it was really funny because I had no idea who he was. And I remember thinking, I want to meet this guy because he's moderating so well. And I couldn't find him afterwards. So I just thought, oh, maybe he's just like secret, like he's Jason Reitman's buddy or something. So then when I met him at Dances with Films, and then we had this long, long film conversation one night. He was in the edit room. I think it was like three in the morning. I was writing podcasts and we just talked about film and then it was like oh you're the guy that did that so I can relate to uh just ask you guys about is has as actors how do you change and we'll start we'll go back to Anthony and then I'd like this from Ashley as well uh, how do you tur- how do you how does the for actors how does the collaboration change when it's a writer producer director editor actor versus if I just have you in my short and I'm the director and writer. And that's for Anthony you know, I think, first. Yeah. Like Sean being all of those things. And then is that, is that what you're saying? And then guiding yeah, us as, yeah, as like, being, yeah. 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 Well he, I mean, I definitely, I think it was an advantage for this because, um, you know, he did have such a strong vision for it and then in 
in that strong vision, I think um, that also allows you to sort of play and guide the, the playfulness in, in the right direction so that it doesn't stray from that vision. Um, and that was, I think that's what really enabled us to um, more and, uh, and, and get, really find the, the real, you know, the deeper side to the character. Because on the surface, you know, it, it, you could you could play it as a caricature. It could come across as that, but in in reality, you know, it's, it's every it's, that's what we're all struggling with. I mean, it's just it's just being human, really. And um, some people are just better at co- better at covering it up than others. But yeah, I think Sean having such that you know that whole control from beginning to end, and and Elizabeth as well, um, was really yeah, it was it, it worked well as an actor, you know, to, to get the the right direction from him. And really find that deeper meaning underneath the character, you know. So I think that was an advantage for sure. That and the fact um, that you know he's like I said, like he knew us so well. I mean, he knew you know him and I are really close. So that that added to it, you know. Now, Ashley, uh, Anthony brought up a little sub part of that question that I'd like you to address. Um, the fact that he has such a strong vision. I've I've met filmmakers where that leads them off the cliff because they think they don't know anything. So it, from an actress point of view, where do you feel Sean was the, for your, for you personally, uh, what gave you the most, like, cause I know there's some, like, we all love Paul Thomas Anderson and he'll flat out say, I'm just, I consider myself a writer. I let the actors do their thing. I know the crew's going to do their thing. And I sometimes feel like I'm just watching a movie myself. So he doesn't really consider mm-hmm. himself a revered director. Uh, so from your point of view, what would you say was, for your character, what would you say was the strongest part that you could draw from Sean? Was it knowing that he wrote it? Was it his direction? Was it your trust in that he would be editing it too? What, what, how, did, how do you feel about that? I mean, I think all of the above. Um, the fact that uh, my character was so personal, you know, that he really, that I somehow inspired him <laughs> to write D'Angela, um, there was, all, you know, automatically a connection and an understanding between the two of us. Um, so, you know, I mean, there were absolutely moments where he was direct, but um, it it's like not much needed to be said, you know, cause we just, there was, we were often on the same page, you know, and I, throughout him actually creating the character, he would often touch base. So, um, I feel like as soon as she was sort of like born, um, it was a bit of a collaboration. So, um, and that absolutely helped when I was on set. Um, because I also, you know, knew that he trusted, that I understood what his vision was and um, and that he also would allow me, though, to kind of experiment. Um, but he was really great about kind of guiding those experiments as well. Like, Sean's great about trying to get any kind of angle out of you that he possibly can um, after the actor, him or herself, has kind of exhausted whatever they had in mind. So is, so, for instance, Basically, he is he more of a hey, we're gonna do 
the take the way I see it, the take the way you see it, then we're going to play? Or is it more, is there sometimes where it's like, okay, I, I know we have it. What what kind of director do you feel Sean is? Um, you know, I, Sean, I guess Sean, for me, he would, I can't really speak for every actor, but for my my own experience, we would just sort of take stabs at it. You know, these characters um, are so complex that I think it almost, for me, it would take a few runs to just really almost get into it. You know, like I'd have to kind of warm up. Um, And he would let me do that. And then, you know, maybe he'd give me a direction to try to tweak it one way. And then, but he always made sure to like, for me to let me do whatever I thought, you know? So we had, to make sure we kind of had all our bases covered. Um, so, yeah, he was very thorough in that sense. I think between him and then myself, we got everything we could out of one another, if that makes sense. Uh, okay, okay. Well, and, and now for you, Anthony, uh, you're, you guys managed to make, obviously I won't say what it is, but you guys managed to make probably, I think, the most simple thing we all do in a day be a climatic moment. And I remember I was just laughing so hard. And because in Southern California, uh, we have, it's a different kind of thing that I explained that how new, new, a lot of New Yorkers think they're the center of the planet or that Jersey area. Here, they just think they're the center of themselves. And so you get a, I, I related to, uh, seeing that to where uh, I mean the the guys are only doing it for girls they're not doing it because they want to live longer uh, they're not doing it because they should be taking care of themselves um, and I experienced that in my life when I was in my 20s I would go to the gym six days a week because I thought oh if I have trapezius muscles more girls were talking to me will talk to me but I had no self-esteem and didn't like myself and and forgot that that's a key component in meeting women um, so for you, oh, we don't, uh, you, girls don't really care. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. What, <laughs> you don't sorry, care about what? Say, yeah. Girls don't really care about like the man himself. It's all about the muscles. Sorry. Continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's good to know. That's good to know. I mean, we, you know, yeah, I, I, I have, yeah, I have, so, well, I, well, the thing is I have so many female friends and, you know, they'll date these total idiots and I'm not going to say, well, what does he, you know, what does he do personally for you? But uh, I, I just going, I'm 39. So going through my twenties and thirties and then meeting girls where they're just like, you know, you didn't have to put on a tie to come to dinner at this place. Like, you know, you can tone it down a bit. Um, so I want to know a little bit from you. Uh, uh, we'll start out with Ashley and then the same question for Anthony. Uh we want to emphasize the crew. Was it, was it the same crew the whole time or was there some uh, like the boom man came in or out sometimes or how, how was that dynamic? Um, so for my episodes and my time on set, I, it was very consistent. The crew pretty much remained the same. Um, and Anthony, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, that was definitely, you know, one of the perks is um, Sean's got this great group of people that he has, you know, over the years kind of collected and, 
and mentored and trained and um, they're all really wonderful and and they most of them unless they go off to college you know or stick around so it also creates or created you know this sort of ease on set um yeah I don't I mean there definitely wasn't like a rotating crew that was you know from my experience I don't know if it was different when Anthony was working because we shot you know episodes at different times so okay far away Anthony yeah I don't know, sorry, no, I was going to say, far away, no, Anthony, yeah. like Ashley said, you have muscles, so you're more important. Right. No, it's a joke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why, that's why we do it, man, you know, six, six packs, it's, it's, you got to have six, eight, or 12. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going through my 12 pack now, so. How do you actually, you know, sorry, sorry, Sean, I'm going to get really off track here for about a minute. How do you actually tame that? What is the exercise that gives you like an eight or 12 pack? I'm talking like Brad Pitt fight club abs where it's like, okay, sure. They told him here's $10 million, work out seven days a week and don't eat anything. How do you actually do that? Like, Yeah. Well, you, you were talking about the crew. It's just that he has a really good makeup artist and a special uh, effects uh, artist. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't even look like that. I'm I'm actually blonde hair, blue eyes, and I'm I'm German. Yeah, like uh, like you know. So I don't. I'm like yeah. <laughs> so she she uh she like she kills it, man. Yeah. No, nah, well you know I actually have a four pack. It's weird or a five pack. Like I can't get the two to separate on the bottom. I have like the, oh the, the four at the God. top, and then well come on. I mean he's it's like okay the guy the guy's got a nice stomach or whatever, but it's not a six pack. You know, it's like, yeah, it's no, like I can't get that yeah. bottom one. Yeah, you know, this, um, you know, I come from a family of fact. I obviously my great great grandfather. I never found photos of, but from my great grandfather to my grandpa to my dad to me, I can be in the best shape I've ever been in, and just that little tummy part will be there, and it just it's <laughs> genetics. It will not go away. Like the doctor will be like, you've lost too much weight. You're lifting too much, and it'll still be like. And I could be on a perfect protein diet, and I still have a tummy. So I always get mad at guys who are able to get rid of their tummy. Uh, okay, let's see. So the cast and crew consistent. I could tell that that was uh, – um, I was fortunate to see these uh, in a row. And this isn't spoiling anything. It's a six-episode series, but when it was running at Dances with Films, it was uh, four episodes. So uh, I said before you guys came on how I had missed this. I'd gotten there right at the start, and um, so when I found out there was more episodes, it was kind of a blessing in disguise. So, so you peop- so everyone out there knows. Uh, again, this is going to be coming to iTunes this Tuesday, and Amazon on May first. Uh, I don't know what the running time is, but there's six different characters, uh, and we're going to be doing a series that gets more into that. Um, so this is for Ashley. Uh, uh, what is some insight that you have uh, being lead actors on a show and how your character evolves within the series? So uh, having basically a vignette that is totally you, but you know that you also have to serve a bigger part, but you're still a lead. And sorry, what's the question? How does how do I? Well, how do you like most people? Their their leads or their co-stars. 
you're a lead in your vignette, but then has the whole project, you're not the only lead. So what is it like to right. be a lead that's also happy um, to serve a series? Uh, oh, I mean, it's wonderful. Because those are kind of the little golden nuggets, you know, in those other episodes where, you know, they're just it's just a highlight of that character. But it too, obviously move the story along and just, you know, um, elicit something maybe from another character. It's, it's, I, I mean, those were some of my favorite moments where the scenes that I shot that weren't from my actual episode. Um, you know, and, it, and in a way too, it's like, it also there, takes the pressure off. You know? <laughs> like you're not carrying a whole episode. I mean, as much as fun as that is, I also like the idea of just being able to have little spurts of weird whatever D'Angela things that she has to say. Well, uh, yeah, Anthony, I think that was, yeah, go that ahead. was part, part of the, sorry to interject, but yeah, that was, uh, that was like the coolest part for me is to be able to, um, to interact with some of the other douchebags, uh, mm-hmm. the other doucheaholics. Cause it, cause yeah, <laughs> each character is so, so crazy and different, you know, and to, and to be able to have our own, but then support each other. And I think, uh, especially with Ashley and I, which I thought was awesome. Like we, we instantly had really good chemistry and, you know, as an actor, it's nice to, to feel that comfortable right off the bat. Cause then, you know, you don't have to take time to, uh, to find that comfortability with each other. And so we were able, I think, to, to take certain scenes and moments that we had together to like, you know, a further place um, because of that chemistry. So yeah, it is nice to have that, that share, to share the screen, you know, it's such cool characters and, good actors. Now, I know you guys were the genesis to uh, lead to other characters. So what was it like to, was the premise, hey, we're going to do two, and then they came to you and you had already been prepping yourself or whatever, and then they said, hey, we're going to do six? Or was this just, uh, when did that info come to you? And And for Anthony, how would that, how would that affect you, like, knowing that you have to be the setup guy uh, for number two? Then if you hear there's going to be six, then you really have to be the setup guy. How was that experience? Yeah, well, that was – it was cool, man, because, like, I, I think Sean and, and Elizabeth had it in their mind to, to, to see what would happen. You know, let's let's try this out. I know when – I mean, I got on pretty early, and they shot it over the course of, uh, I don't know, a couple of years, I think, all of them. I'm not really exactly sure how long, but, uh, but yeah, man, it was, uh, it was cool because, you know, as, as we were doing it and shooting it, it did feel like something, you know, bigger. And, and then Sean started to talk to me about the ideas he had, uh, about other doucheaholics and different types of characters. And one cool thing about the series is that, you know, when you watch it, you start to either think about somebody, you know, that was like that, like you said, one of your family members was like Jen. And then, you also start to think about how cool it would be to see, you know, other types, certain types of douchebags, you know, and, and have their own episode. And that's what's so cool about it. It's, it's so moldable and, and it could go so far. And um, so, yeah, when we first started doing it, I was like, this is going to be great, man. This is, this could, this is, this could go on for, you know, however long and even writers, you know, looking at it from a writing writer's perspective, like you can have people, well, people would love to write a, a doucheaholic script. You know, I know, filmmaker friends of mine that they, they, they want to jump on it, you know? 
so it was cool, man, to feel that, that it was, that the first episode was the start of something so much bigger. And I tried to bring it, man. Like that's, you know, and Sean, I feel like I'm, I'm happy that Sean trusted me in that because um, I did want to try to raise the bar as high as I could so that everybody could, you know, just jump even higher than me. And that's what happened, man. Everyone's episode after that is just, it just keeps getting big, bigger and better and crazier. And yeah, I can't wait to see what's going to happen even next season. Cause I know Sean's got Sean and Elizabeth have even more ideas for this. Well, the, the, the episodes were perfectly lined up, uh, in my opinion, regard, regardless of the fact that obviously they were created or shot in a, in a way, but even once you get to the editing room, obviously you could, you could have switched some of them around, uh, Quick show maintenance here uh, for new listeners. Uh, you can check out our website at www.talkingpicturesla.com. We're just based south of L.A., so don't think it's just an L.A. show. Uh, we have global listeners. We've had guests from all over the country. Uh, we review films, cover film festivals. Um, so that's how we discovered this. So, uh please check out our website and actually right now we'll do it. And then we'll do it at the end. Uh, do you guys offhand know the, what the social media is for this? So people can check out your social media. Oh, I mean, like on Instagram. Like for Instagram. Yeah. yeah whatever you want to fire out there. Okay. It's, oh yeah. That's like everything was doucheaholics. Right. And check it out on yeah. Facebook and, um, yeah, I remember there were so many. What I want to say about Sean, uh, even though I'm not the guest, uh, is that you guys are talking about this collaborative feeling, and I, I really enjoyed it because, like I said, when I met him, he was moderating an event, but I felt like I was also a part of the event, that it wasn't just like, oh, Jason Reitman's in the room. A lot of people were treating it that way. And then when I got to talk to him and uh, it was kind of funny, it was like we were vampires. It was like, who's, you know, who's talking about Stanley Kubrick at two 30 in the morning. And so I saw from Sean right away. And so when we kind of, he pitched this idea of a series, I thought, well, this is perfect because I don't really know another way that I could collaborate with you. I'm not uh, an actor and I'm not uh I wouldn't be able to write an episode if you were like, Hey, I want a fresh blood or so. Uh, I want to thank Sean for this. Cause this is, uh, I loved uh, reviewing the film, talking with him and then Jen and Syro were on. Um, and yeah, we wouldn't, we would never spoil what Syra's little, uh, I call those. Uh, oh gosh. I just love when a movie has something so small and kind of takes the moment. Um, so let's see. Again, and also what's cool about today's episode, I will not take credit. Sean sent me some of these cool questions. So I'm not that guy who, uh, if we host an episode and people love it, I always give my producers credit or uh, I never act like I'm the I never act like Anthony acts in the first one. Um, <laughs> so I'm the first to say, hey, you know what? All those questions for that guest were my producers. So all I did was turn the mic on. Um, now, what I want to know for you, Ashley, uh, maybe not everyone does it. So if you want to say music or something else, uh, what do you, what gave you your groove?
for this character? Was there a character from a film or an actress or what's on your iPod or iPod iPods anymore? But uh, what's your what creates for you? What gives you your flow? Honestly, it's it is not just one thing. I mean, I I as soon as Sean told me about the character, I immediately started thinking about her and kind of creating her in my in my mind. And she just kind of lived with me um, for you know specifically le- leading up maybe a month or two before we started shooting. Um, but she was sort of living with me, and I'd have whatever ideas I would let pop in or any kind of inspiration I would draw from maybe a movie or a reality TV show or, I don't know, maybe someone I saw on the street, um, I would sort of start to log those kind of little tiny moments. Um, But, yeah, I mean, for me, this character, you know, other characters have definitely used music, but I didn't didn't for this character. Um, (laughs) You know, maybe the more I think about it, you know, maybe I really am just a lot like her because it felt very natural. Um, <laughs> there wasn't a ton of, like, oh, that, that's an me modeling it after her. someone. Yeah. Um, but I think it was, it was really just letting go, unleashing, kind of working around, you know, off the other actors um, and seeing what what could fly. So... Now, Anthony, for you, oh, sorry, sorry about that. Didn't mean to do that. Sorry, actually, I thought. Um, So, so Anthony, for you, uh, I want to know, is there anything besides hitting the gym, is there anything that you have that you do, like, every day you, uh, that you were going to set or had to do the character that's not character-related? And can't be, you always have to have Starbucks. So I want to hear something that's reflective and that's kind of like a profile of you as an artist. Okay, so yeah, I see what you mean. Well, I actually um, I actually found that, uh, that meditation has, has helped me a lot uh, to, to be able to clear uh, my mind. I didn't, I didn't do this, you know, I've, I've been acting for a long time. And, um, you know, I first started out pretty, pretty much up until, yeah, Dusha Hollis is when, and then we shot another, Sean, Sean and Elizabeth and I shot another uh, project and it was all kind of shooting around the same time. And I was really starting to, um, yeah, to get into meditating more because I found out that I was in my head a lot, you know, as an actor, I was constantly, I was like analyzing, you know, what I was doing and it, it was, it was disrupting my performance. And it was it was making it harder for me to be more in the moment and just more present. Um, and I, I and so I would meditate. Uh, you know, I, I do every day, anyways, but particularly before shooting, to just clear my mind of of everything. So that way I can sort of be like a just a complete you know blank open book to then just react and and be in, in that moment. Um, because you know it's and it's also about trusting yourself too. Uh, that you can let all of your thoughts go. Cause you know, I would, in, before I would just constantly go over my head, what I'm, you know, what I'm going to do, what I should do, like repeat the lines over and over and over. And it's like, it, that, that didn't help out. So yeah, that, that's one of the things that, um, that I think, I, I hope it shows too, because yeah, I feel like there's some really special organic moments that, you know, if you guys see the, 
the series. I think everyone has, but yeah, me personally, to reach those moments that I hope everyone sees that 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 was a huge part of it for me. It's the, the thing I would do before set every day. That's that's interesting that you say meditation, because uh, I know just in society we're at a. Sorry, I'm not being unprofessional. We have a. The concept of this show was originally, we just wanted it to be like, we're sitting in a coffee shop talking. So I'll drink water or I tell guests, feel free to drink water. There's no sense having dry throat and talking. And so we always kind of wanted to edit like Starbucks ambience in the background. That's really what the concept was. So I want to let people know, because I've had people hear me drink water and say, oh, that was so unprofessional. Um, That's really (laughs) interesting that you say meditation because that ability to uh, let go. I've always found meditation interesting because, you're having to let go to better be in place to do something where you have to be paying attention. Uh, I've always mm-hmm. felt it's one of the most strange things on the planet uh, that you're like, huh, by not thinking about how busy I was, I was able to be handle being busy. Um, Ashley, do you have something similar? It doesn't have to be spirituality or religion, but do you have, is there something for you that's, that's kind of a habit maybe or a like meditation? Um, I mean, I have to say it is actually working out, <laughs> but I get to say that cause I don't have an eight pack. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, and I don't mean just by working out. Like I, there's this particular class that's kind of almost like a, a ballet class. And there is, there are definitely some sort of meditative um, kind of yoga moments where I'm able to, clear my head and reset and I I use I go to that class uh like four to five days a week and that really keeps me sane like that keeps my sanity because you know I'm not just acting I've got another job and I've got a lot of other things going on and it's the only way to stay sane and especially if I'm gearing up to work on set um I need to sort of maintain like that discipline of taking a moment for an hour just out for myself each day or, or whatever, most days of the week to center myself. Otherwise I, I can get a little crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, that's why the more you explain the, the, the more it's intriguing about your uh, character. I want to say, and just after I had uh, just met you over Facebook, um, that it is funny to see anyone outside of what you see in their creativity, whether it's, a director or uh, I mean, what was kind of weird was when, when I met Sean and Elizabeth, I had had to speak to someone else. And then Sean ended up uh, speaking with my mom for five or 10 minutes. And then they really liked my dog who was there. So uh, I have a little service dog and she thought Sean and Elizabeth were the coolest people on the planet. Cause they were just rubbing her head and, you know, uh, the shameless, Uh, dog getting petted and so it was really cool just to see uh, I was so intrigued by just how they interact um, as people and uh, I never the show has been on enough now to where occasionally I get those people to where I know they're just being nice to me because they want to show and I'm not saying that in an arrogant way like we're entertainment tonight or uh, NBC but 
you can kind of sense in a second why they're doing it. So what I want to wrap up with uh, is a question that we pretty much ask almost every guest. And we'll start off with Ashley for the first question. And then for the second one, we'll, we'll actually, that would be Anthony answering twice. So we'll start off with Ashley for both questions and then we'll go to Anthony. So uh, Ashley, for you, what is the genre of film you definitely want to do before you, uh, you know, hang up the acting hat and the story's um, there, the director's there. So it's, so just genre. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I definitely want to, um, work on a, a mafia movie. Yeah. I, I like, those are my favorite movies and I just want to be like a badass chick in one of those. And I'm not saying I even actually want to like, you know, I'm okay with being maybe like a crazy wife of like a mafia guy and okay. There's another parallel to D'Angela. Um, yeah, I was going to say, you want to be Sharon Stone in Casino? I, that would be really fun. Yes. Yes, I could do that. I, like, <laughs> yes, to answer. Oh, my God, she's such question. a manipulative, conniving, like, uh, I don't know why Robert De Niro didn't just kill her. Um, uh, well, I'm sorry, that was really wrong. I don't think you should just kill women when they're acting up. Uh, boy. Um, well. The <laughs> The climate of today, this my show is going to get shut down tomorrow. Thanks, Sean. Um, but okay, That's so okay, sorry. I'm like agreeing with you, and I'm a woman, so. Okay, there so, you go. so so in the mafia, so you kind of want to be okay. So that's perfect, Sharon Stone. Okay, so now what's the yeah. what's the your you know your lights are off, you have no food, you're you're as desperate as it can get, but there's no way you're going to do that genre. Okay, like what's the next one? Um, yeah, just the opposite uh, question. What's like not, you would not opposite. do it? Oh, yeah. it's the least. Okay, I see. Yeah, I see. you're living in a car. Oh, you haven't oh. eaten in a week, but you're you're, you're still oh. not going to do it. Oh, um, I don't know. I'm a pretty desperate actor these days. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like some kind of clown. Do we even are there even clown movies besides it? Like that doesn't count. But you know, clowns scary clown out. movies. That's like the first thing that came to mind. Um, but God, I would still do that. I don't know. I, you know, I just think I have to say, like, so clown, I guess. But like, I'll be honest. I don't know if there's anything I wouldn't do besides porn. You know, it's funny because <laughs> before you said that, I was going to say, the, if we were on that, God dang, what's that show where they ask everyone in the family the answer and then they say, survey says, oh shit. You know that show um, where you have to, they, they survey people? Oh, God. Everybody knows this show. Anyways, I was going to say the number one answer is porn. And, uh, but then also the number two answer is like slasher flicks. So oh. I've always found that, I've always found that odd that through the, that the majority of people that we've asked that that's what they say, other than they say porn is just an obvious one. Um, so Anthony won't ask a guy if he would do a porn, so that's off the table. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, sorry, I had to. Uh, well, don't, don't so look, he, don't search too much on Google for you. Might actually, I, I, <laughs> my I'm name just, comes up. I, I'm just oh. gonna, 
I'm just going to say that I actually found someone once, and I, will, I would never say who it was. Just something told me she had done something, and I was like, I have to look this up, and I actually found something. I thought it was so crazy. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so crazy. Um, now that I've admitted to the world I watch porn, Anthony, you can take the... <laughs> Okay, my well, you're mom the only listen. one, man. I mean, you, I and know, a, you and a few other people, like, yeah. but most people don't watch porn, so. I, I actually spend I'm a billion dollars that. a year on it, so that's why it's a billion dollar. Oh, industry. wait. Well, watching yeah. is different than being in it. So, uh, oh my gosh, Sean, if he asked me to be a pornaholic or something, I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, so, so same, same basically questions for you the, the dream genre. Uh, that you want to be in? I would love to do like a mu- like a musical, like a like a Bollywood musical. Oh, <laughs> that would that's be a good amazing. One. That is yeah, a good one. That, I, I feel like thinking, that would be yeah. so much fun. A yeah, Bollywood uh, musical. Knowing that is a whole. T- <laughs> wow. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Let's so do, go ahead. Let's Anthony. do a Dusha Holics like musical Bollywood style, Sean. And yes. Let's, 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 let's do that. He'll do it too. Yeah. Like I know. <laughs> You'll I like see that. In a couple of months, we'll have the musical, Dushaholic's musical. Yeah. Well, I see. I'm the. Um, um, that's a really interesting. Sorry, I was just that was just simmering in my brain for a sec. So go ahead. Same same question applies to you. The genre that you uh, would not do. Same thing. Um. What? Not, what? That's a tough one. I'm with Ashley on that. It's kind of hard because. I don't know. It's like, you know, your songs are being creative and, and having fun, but I, I don't know, maybe something like if I had to be in like a, in like a Barney show or something, but even that, I feel like that's borderline like Bollywood musical. It's like not that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe we can switch um, up the question here to a character you would not play character i would not play um you know what's you know what's interesting i actually i feel like i'm more comfortable playing characters that are like not regular guy like i I have a hard time i have an easier time playing like characters like when so when i think of when i see scripts and i see like oh man this is kind of it's very close to just the way i would act like just in everyday life kind of thing I actually don't, I don't feel as comfortable doing that. And it's actually more difficult for me. So like, I guess the most like average, just regular Joe type character would be something that wouldn't be as appealing as, as, um, you know, somebody who has a little bit more interesting characteristics, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, I like, what wouldn't I do? I, I would do anything, dude, honestly, like <laughs> short of, short of porn. I, I know we're How's all saying that. that. But, well, you know, it depends I, on which money you're paying. Here, here, I, know, I sell out. No, here's something that I was thinking was I've, I've had actors, not on the air, but tell me, like, I had a friend who was a, a camera operator, and he had to do a scene where a girl was being raped, and the director wanted a POV, and he couldn't handle the girl being held down him being over the top of her and her screaming no. So like, is there mm-hmm. something like you couldn't play a child molester or 
like in in that realm like something that goes against your personal ethics is there something there you know i, what I are think ethics? that that's really <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are ethics i know <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You mean like ethnics? Like, ethnic. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I'll say ethnic, whatever. Boy, I want to hear. Uh, I want to sit down and hear what you guys are like after a couple of shots. Um, <laughs> You're not taking shots. Wait, wait, wait hold on. I know. Yeah, like, like oh, I, yeah. It's that's Saturday, what, that's isn't hilarious. it? Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm very thankful that Sean uh was and Alex um and Elizabeth set this up uh since we, we I had just I when I re-listened to the episode with Jen, Elizabeth and Syra, I just said some of the stupidest things I've ever said and it was because I have so many female friends that I just kind of fell into that talking with female mode and you know, there was a couple of times where they were like did you just say that, you know, and it was a lot of fun. So um, I'm very, uh, congratulations to you guys and from our team uh, here on our show. Uh, We're so excited. Um, I was so happy when Sean uh, mentioned to me that this was coming out. And uh, if you guys, uh, we have just uh, quickly, is there anything that you'd like to mention to close, uh, just open floor, Ashley, and then Anthony, and then we'll, we'll wrap up. Um, I mean, for anyone who's going to watch the show for the first time, I, I'm excited for you and I'm jealous because it's so well done. Each character is so interesting. The play between the characters is a lot of fun to watch. Um, Everyone has got to relate to someone or part of someone in the show as well. Um, so I think, which is always appealing to, you know, the viewers. Um, but, yeah, and, it's, you know, I had as, as much fun as they, anyone watching it. I, it was as much fun I had doing this project. It was pretty special. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited for what's to come because there is, like Anthony was saying, there's so much potential I mean, there's just so many douchey people in this world that we will never run out of material. Oh, yeah, no, totally, totally. I totally agree with that. There could be 15 seasons of this. This could beat Grey's Anatomy or Cheers or... Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry about that. So continue if you need to. No, that was that was it. That was that, that was all I got. All right. And for you, Anthony? Uh, yeah, just to just to uh, reiterate, the show is is. I mean, we're excited. We're super excited to have everyone finally see it. I mean, this is a labor of love for all of us. We put all of our you know energy into it, and and it's. I mean, it's a blast, and you definitely um, you definitely gonna gonna laugh. I mean, it's it's a binge watch type of thing. <laughs> so it's cool that they're they're giving the series out all in one. And there's a lot of cool. Sean was telling me there's a lot of cool special features. So there's like 20 minutes of like bonus features of behind the scenes stuff and like little featurettes um, and interviews and probably some, I'm not sure if he put like uh, bloopers or anything on there, but whatever, whatever the case, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a great uh, series to, to check out. And also just, I just want to express uh, how thankful I am and like how, how blessed I feel for even being a part of this because 
the whole Gorilla Wanderers crew, Kevin and Dustin and, and Alex over there and uh, Justin. And I mean, they, they're just, they're such good people and they believe in filmmaking. They believe in the art, um, especially as indie filmmakers. I mean, we, we shot for 26 hours one time. I mean, no, and no one was complaining. Um, so we all, we put it out there and you'll see it. You'll see it in the series, man. You know, so check it out. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I love you all. Uh, I'm going to work on my, like, you know, le- like six pack. I know, like I said, I got the five, but it's separating soon. So the next, next season, <laughs> you'll see a full on six pack, right? It's not this five pack. Oh bullshit. My God. I'm going to get it so, right for you guys. So I just want to know yeah, the great mystery, enough. the great mystery. One <laughs> last thing is what do you actually eat to, to preserve that? Nothing. Oh. Yeah, well, I, I know. Ash is all nothing. nothing. <laughs> oh, you said nothing. Nothing that tastes good. I eat cardboard and kale shakes. Um, sorry, well, go ahead. Know, no, because I've always I do, been interested. I, I am, well, I, I'm on this. I'm on this. Um, you know, nutrients over calories thing, and and the really only way to get that is if you uh, if you eat a whole foods, plant based diet. So, you know, it's pretty much. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been vegetarian for a couple years and near vegan. I, I rarely eat dairy, uh, but yeah, definitely no meat. Um, but like a sh- you know, shit ton of vegetables. I love vegetables. Once you start doing it too, you start to really taste like all the vegetables and like there's so many different kinds of fruits. I eat a ton of fruit. Um, so yeah, I, I don't. I'm veg- vegetarian, near vegan. Well, that's, that's you know, how I keep I, it. But it also uh, helps me keep my focus too. Oh yes, the brain. Because uh, I have, I have a not uncancerous brain tumor, and yeah, when you change that to a gluten-free diet, or you change to more vegetables, I could never give up salmon. So that's all. I'll always be at least eating some kind of meat. But um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure Sean, uh, you know, his purpose was for me to be asking you what you eat each day. So we wanted to tell him that. Uh, it was it was my fault, not yours. I led it down that way. So we want to thank you guys for coming on today, giving us your time on a weekend, and we hope you guys have a wonderful uh, that uh, what do you call it? world premiere watching party that's going on. Uh, Sean, you can join it. Find it on Facebook on the Doucheaholics page. And with that. Uh, we also wish you continued success on whatever other project you're doing. Thank you, Thank so, you so much. much. Well, thanks for fun. yeah. Thanks for having us. Oh yeah, no problem. You guys take care and aloha. All right. Aloha. Take care. So Bye. Long. Bye, Ashley. <laughs> Bye. 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 Okay, that was so great. I'm pumped. Nothing gets me more excited than doing an episode. So, my thank yous to our my our producing team here at the show uh our uh the people that i get the fortunate to create with thank you to sean elizabeth for this great great web series thank you for your kindness also behind the scenes and off the record we wish you guys an incredible success this week take care and again from talking pictures no matter what time of day it is morning afternoon or night or whatever other time of day you find make sure and watch a good movie